0: Welcome to the show I am this little chemical this is I see things a little differently this is the Monday show the Wednesday show comprised of Jonathan Esther making uh, a return back to this show will be his third appearance on the show I believe um, and we are actually going to wrap up the Falcon and Winter Soldier and talk about everything that's been going on all these news all these notes um, we will get to uh, but mainly I'm going to get his, his official thoughts on Zack Snyder's Justice League, we already have my thoughts in the archives, and we're going to definitely talk about the Falcon and the Soldier, because that was one of the best season finales ever, like, there's very few times we get a season or a series finale that is just satisfying in the right ways, um, yeah, but we'll get into that on Wednesday, this is the Monday show, this is the wrestling show, and we're going to start look here i get criticized by you guys and by the way i appreciate everything you guys say i read it all because a lot of times i try you guys notice it i try not to uh dwell on negativity so i'll just move past it really fast and sometimes i'm I'm not gonna lie sometimes i'm just tired and while recording a show so i just get through it and whatever right But most of the time i just don't like to dwell on it right so let's start this week off with a real pos if this is if if he's really the guy, so I, I need to make this clear. This is allegedly him. Air quotes. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes. But Mark Carano. A lot of you guys that listen to wrestling podcasts or wrestling shoot interviews, you hear that name a lot. I've heard since I was a little kid because he's been with WWE for forever. Well, Mickie James started a firestorm this week when she texted excuse me tweeted at Vince McMahon, hey. I appreciate you guys sending my stuff back or whatever. I'm paraphrasing. And it was, it was all of her stuff in a trash bag. This is a billion dollar conglomerate. And they release you, air quotes, fire you, then send you your stuff in a trash bag. Classless and tacky as, what do the kids say? Tacky AF. I saw that tweet And I was like, is this real? What? So, if you believe Gail Kim, which I do, and I'll tell you guys why in a second. This has been going on for many years. Now, Gail Kim has not been under the WWE brand for over a decade. WWE never truly knew how to use her, in my opinion. And this is crazy, because Gail Kim, on her first night on the main roster on Raw, won the Women's Championship. I believe she's a two-time Women's Champion there. So, so she wasn't, like, even though she was clearly not used right, she wasn't always seen as just nothing. But she's never gotten along with TNA, or excuse me, WWE. She's flourished in TNA Impact, whatever it doesn't offend you. Um, Even coming out of retirement, putting Charlotte Flair to over tessa blanchard the same way she, uh just as truffle I and mean, trust drives they put over Trish, uh, Charlotte uh but she really cut her teeth in impact she is the one that in my opinion her and awesome kong put that woman's division on the map but she says it's been going on for years so if she has been there for a decade how long has this piece of crap been doing this It doesn't matter if it's elect, it it could be Tucker he did this too. I get that everyone's all pissy because it's Mickey James. Look here. I get why you're mad, but it can be anybody. This is a billion dollar conglomerate. You have people, you have production assistants that can politely, respectfully put stuff away in a box and mail it. And then Triple H and Stephanie both sent out tweets saying they're embarrassed and blah blah blah, but oh my god! I hope this person was fired. I hope if it was Mark Carano, he was fired. That's extremely lazy and extremely disrespectful to anybody. I don't, and that's the thing I want. That's the main thing I want to say. I get because Mickey James tweeted out that's what happened because she is without a doubt a Hall of Famer. At Impact, she's a wrestling Hall of Famer period, right? She's done so much for the industry. But it could have been anybody. But the fact that she did, I think, helped I think helped this firestorm because she is is seen as being just so nice and so caring. And it's clear she wanted to still wrestle and WWE did not want to have a wrestle. So anyways, that was a terrible way to, to start the show. But I just had to say, this guy deserves the... Some people will say the POS of the week. No, this dude deserves POS of the next two years because that is just completely classless. And you know what? When you have people who are working there for so long and this goes to any job and they're so just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? In their way, I don't know, content. uh, No, uh, when they're just so used to, when they're just in their groove and they've been doing it for so long and no one's ever called them out it's good to have those type of things happen to those people because they're clearly good people. Wink, wink, nod, nod. So let's just move on from that and move on to some more news. Um, Kalisto, apparently, he was... Now, all the other release releases uh, were making it known that they wanted to wrestle and WWE didn't really have any plans for them wrestling. Kalisto apparently, air quotes, killed himself. Late last year, when he was arguing about creative direction, let's be honest, Kalisto, Lucha House Party have not had a clear direction in a very long time. Um, So that is not surprising. I guess it's more surprising of why even keep him on the roster for as long as you... See, this goes to what... it's The philosophy is so much different. I keep saying this. Bruce Pritchard always says, and we know he knows Vince McMahon, back in the 90s, Vince would say either you want to be here or you don't. You don't want to be here, I'll let you go. Right? That philosophy is flipped now to AEW. I get it. AEW may not... And I I do agree with Punk to a certain degree. Vince may not see AEW as competition for them. As far as like someone is going to take their spot on USA or or, or, or whatever. Because it's just too new. But... He knows they're a threat because they can take talent. And they can take really good talent from him. He knows that. So he may not be a threat as far as making, taking their money. But these people are making the right moves. If you look at their action figures, which I've talked about on the show. If you look at one of the greatest games ever created, video games. WWF No Mercy from the Nintendo 64. If I had Nintendo 64 now in that game, I would play that game. And I, even though I've beat it a million times, I could play that game. The fact that these guys have a head person, a person uh, from that era who was a part of that game doing their video game, come on, man, they, they they know the right moves to make to do fan service. They still do meet these meet and greets uh, at these uh, at these shows, and it just brings in more and more fans because we have autograph collectors, and uh, they're a threat. He may not see them as a full threat, like WCW was, and that's fine. But these guys just broke a million viewers on their first week, unopposed. So that makes me wonder, when they were getting 800,000 people, 600,000 people, were those were those people just watching NXT or just said, you know what, I'm not going to fight. And watch. This is not the Monday Night Wars. I don't have to go through this. I have DVR. I have this going on or that going on. You know, but the fact that they broke a million and I don't know the numbers for this past week. I don't. But their first week in a post, they hit over a million. They hit one point one. WWE I believe has a one point seven for Raw. Come on, man. Let's like they they need to be wiser here. They really do. But like and I'm not saying Khalisto um if you're a fan of though I'm not being disrespectful to anyone. I'm not saying Kalisto is gonna make or break anyone's company. I'm just saying how more and more people will argue with the direction of your creative, and it has happened with AEW, even getting fired or leaving, whatever happened there, but it's gonna happen more and more because more and more people are gonna be like, yeah, I don't wanna do that. It sounds stupid. If they release me, which they will, I have to wait three months, that's fine, whatever. I'll take three months to break. I'll, I'll, I'll heal up some minor nagging injuries. So make sure I'm recording here. Quiet. <laughs> um it's just I don't know. I this is gonna keep happening. And by the way, we're gonna get into some AEW figure news later on we we'll get hit, hit AEW. Last news been news, news notes before we get into the shows. Steve mongo McMichael, i just prayers to him for you who don't know him, he's a former member of the Four Horsemen, former WCW United States champion. Uh he has been former husband of Deborah McMichael. Um, diagnosed with LA, A, ALS, and my best wishes to him and, and his new fight, and believing he's going to overcome it and come out stronger on the other end. Um, Charlotte Flair. I, continuing the the theme of the so of the show so far, I did see what Dave Meltzer said about her having insecurities and her changing her look up, blah blah blah. Everyone has insecurities, every man, every woman. Why you guys think Triple H still works out as hard as he does? He doing working out is a way of life for him. And I'm sure he would feel nasty if he went one day without his workout that he was supposed to work out, right? But for Dave Meltzer has a, a uh, he's he has a uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? He has a real problem. Instead of just reporting the news, he has these. We all have our own opinion. Look at my podcast, my opinion. But he has this, these weird opinions on the women and like their looks, and it's like D- D- Dave, like just just report on their other stuff. You don't need to report on their breast implants. And there's enough people doing that. Dave Musters to me, want to hear him talk about certain things. It's like dude, you're you're above that. You've been doing this for so freaking long. But either way, Charlotte Flair blasts him, and I agree with her. Dave, just let it go. I, I guess it's easy to be up. On, I don't be up on. Him. I don't care what he does. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, come on, dude. Really? Just just leave it alone. They all have insecurities. There's a, there's a reason why she has breast implants. She wants to feel good about herself. Let the person feel good. Report on some news. Because he's been very hit or miss the last couple of years. Very. WrestleVotes has a stronger track record than Dave Meltzer over the last couple of years, by far. And Dave Meltzer, this is that the first time he's talked about a woman's looks and gotten in trouble for it. So he kind of needs to leave that alone. But it's just like, like, come on. Like, what are we doing here? Like, you don't need to talk about this shit. You really don't. Anyways, let's hit some AEW news. Darius Martin, one half of Top Flight, has had ACL surgery. He's supposed to be up for close to a year. That sucks because that is a great tag team. And they will be sorely missed. But, um, speedy recovery to him. And, um, just, uh, just... Get better, man. Prayers out here. Let's say AEW at first, since we're here. Um, so, I just got an email. Finally, finally, I'm my wave. What five or wave four starting to come in? It, and it, my the three I got from wave four are Sammy Guevara, and Proud and Powerful, which is awesome. But some more AEW figure news, for those of you who, who, who do not sign up for Ringside Collectibles, because I have an account with them, so I get their emails and stuff, they are releasing a variant 1B of Wave 1. So they're re-releasing Wave 1 in a variant. So it won't be the originals, it'll be darker tones, whatever, bottom line. I'm saying this to say, if you don't have Wave 1, they're for pre-order now. I doubt these things are gonna be in stores, I, as soon as I seen that, e- I literally was asleep, and I woke up, and I saw the email. I literally looked and said, oh, cool. I don't need to see anything else, and I reserved my brandy. So now I will now I actually have a brandy uh, um, officially, a part of it. So I have all the figures that I want in the collection. But um, yeah, just so you guys know, there's a variant. When I looked at it, it looks like the same figures. I'm sure there'll be more updated images because as a, they've slowed down over the last like month and this is the first time any wave has been at, in stores multiple times like wave three has yet to leave stores as far as like it's still getting shipped there or whatever like um i was surprised like i've been in a bunch of stores shopping being an adult air quotes you can't see me doing that and i just i still see wave three coming in so it feels like they slowed down And they said, hey, let's, we we, we know what we have now. Let's keep releasing Wave 3 until, you know, whatever. And now that I I think they're, I I believe I was on pre-order, like, number 3 or 4 of Wave 4. So, I'm sure in the next few few weeks we're going to start seeing, or maybe even a month, we're going to start seeing Wave 4 in the stores. Um, But just so you guys know, Wave 3 is still hitting stores. Now, it could just be because I'm in the mountains, I'm in Colorado, maybe all these other places have gotten hit so much first, and now we're just starting to get more and more and more. But I mean, I got my Wave 3 almost two months ago. Like, I just happened to, I was going to a comic book store, ironically, and I stopped in the Walmart, uh, just because there's been times I've caught gyms at this Walmart, and sure enough, they had the entire Wave 3, and I was like, awesome, I picked them all up um but just so you guys know go to ringsidecollectibles.com if you do not have a brandy Rhodes right now and you do not want to pay secondary prices she is up there for like $29.99 if you use the code hero h-e-r-o you can get her for $32 like which includes shipping and handling because i think it's like usually like $8 for shipping and handling so you're just gonna pay like $37-38 for it or whatever you're gonna pay $32 for her and use the code hero um but check gold, don't complain. That, Cause I get a lot of people complain about Brandy's prices. Her price right now is a regular price. It's not a secondary price. It's ringside collectible price. $30. Bucks. You'll spend $32 using the code HERO. So there you guys go. Last bit of news on the figure front, they finally released the images this past week of what Wave 5 will look like. Um, I'm still waiting for Wave 6 so I can uh, pre-order my Sheeta, but Wave 5 looks completely badass, dude. I've already pre-ordered mine, the Jungle Boy, um, Luchasaurus, and the Scorpio Sky and uh, Kazarian figures, which do come with the Tiles. But they finally released like the full images of it, how he looks in the box. They are completely badass. So, and, those are, and those are still up for pre-order, too. So, everything right now, every Wave... Is up for pre-order, I believe, with the exception of wave three. That's because wave three is still hitting stores. But every other wave is there. You do not have to go to these secondary markets like eBay or or I can't think of this I could see the name in my head right now, but I can't even process how to say the word. But there's a bunch of secondary markets you do not have to go to. Go to ringsidecollectibles.com or if you have a friend that's a collector and they have extra like as of right now, I have an extra reho. And Hangman Adam Page, that I don't know what to do with, and so um, I think I think Jonathan Esther wanted Riho. so I made this mail it to him. I don't know. I'll, I'll ask him on the show this week. But um, yeah, just don't cheat yourself and screw yourself out of money. There you go, words from a collector. That's us AEW Dynamite. Christian Cage defeated Powerhouse Hobbs in a really good match, and I know some people were complaining. This does Hobbs. No issues. Like, he lost lost to a veteran who who beat him with a veteran move. This will continue to go on, though. I I, I like what they're doing with Christian. They're just building him up, building him up, and he's wrestling these other guys who he's never wrestled before. He's doing, I'm sure he's in heaven right now doing what he wants to do. So I thought this was a really good match, and I'm looking forward to seeing him. Obviously, as I said before, I'm a Christian Cage, air quotes mark, so I'm in for it. Sheeta and Conte had a really good match. Sheeta into retaining her women's championship and that witch's shot where she takes you and just throws your back on the top rope oh my god that looks painful um conti's gone so she's done so much um and it's obviously built into Britt baker taking that woman's championship from sheeta as brit came out right afterwards pointing to the big screen and Britt is now the new number one contender for the AEW Women's Championship. She is going to lose that belt. She's had a, a, a pretty good run. I think her title runs as of recent have been much better than the ones before. Um, uh, But I just think Britt Baker having a title opens so many more doors. With Chris Statlander. With, you know, obviously Tay Conti is going to still be in the mix. And Jay's hurt right now. But this this woman's division is getting better it is and i'm looking forward to it I'm, i was really happy that over the last two three months we've really seen some really good matches out of this woman's division um we i think we've all been um people who like women's wrestling we've all been uh craving that you know because uh, we know that it could be so much better and it by far is no no way the best women's division in the world it's probably the worst but it's, good. it's getting there. With these with these kind of matches, it's getting there. Jungle Boy and Darby Allin had a good match. And Darby Allin got the win. Um, Jungle Boy, is gonna, we already know he's him and Lucha Source will be stars together and on their own. Um, he just continues to prove his worth. And proves that, hey, he's going to be a player. He's going to be a future TNT champion. I'm hoping Jungle Boy and Lucha Source are future tag team champions. And I have a thought about the tag team titles we'll get to in a second but um for me these guys just and Sting, and luchasaurus getting into it and punching each other like it's just this whole thing was crazy but th- these guys are the future of professional wrestling i'm looking forward to it penta el zero uh defeated trent um in a really good match i don't know the direction they're going with penta um it feels like death triangle is kind of like a thing every now and then and then a thing when it it's like a thing when they need to be and it's not really a thing so i don't know what to really make of that it's really just uh it's, it's weird to me but those three should be utilized way more than what they are i'm talking about Pac, ray phoenix and pentagon junior and finally this is what i'm talking about eddie kingston john moxley with the return of tv mainly eddie kingston um now that the elite, because I thought this before, now I don't know if I said this on the show, and I don't remember, but um, I could have sworn, I, I I think I did say this on the show. I could have sworn those Impact World Tag Team titles were going to Moxley and Kingston, but then the Good Brothers lost them. I would have to think Moxley and Kingston are going to win those AEW Tag Team titles and beat the Bucks. I just have to think that, you know what I'm saying? I just. I feel like they're building to that. I feel like that's why, you, that's why you added the Bucks in there to keep Moxley and Kingston distracted and away from Kenny Omega. Because as I record this, it is Saturday, the day of rebellion. I would have to assume by the time you hear this, Kenny Omega will be the Impact World Champion. I didn't even think about this until now as I'm talking to you guys. But I should record this later. <laughs> <laughs> um, well anyways but as you guys hear this I'm assuming Kenny Omega is going to be the Impact World Champion so he's going to be on top of the world but anyways I just I still think tag team titles are in this team's future I just think it is and if they're not getting those impacts they're getting AEW's in my opinion so anyways let's hit ROH before we hit and I didn't even write down Smackdown see I'm tripping but anyways then we'll do the pieces that I want to talk about from Smackdown ROH, this is the only thing I want to say about ROH. They will debut a new YouTube series based on the women's division. It will start on Wednesdays, April 28th. Apparently, it's all dedicated to women's division. So, if you like women's wrestling, that's where you need to be on Thursdays after you watch, you know, AEW or whatever on Wednesdays. But, whatever you watch. But, there's a new YouTube series from ROH highlighting the women's division. Smackdown. So I didn't write down. Next week, Daniel Bryan gets a Universal Championship match against Roman Reigns. If Reigns wins, which he will, Daniel Bryan can no longer appear on SmackDown. He says that Cesaro has not earned the right to challenge him for the Universal title, which means he's getting that next Universal Championship match. Um, obviously, it's going to be a great match. Um... That's the only thing I want to talk about this week uh, from the show. I definitely, I am curious as to if they take him off SmackDown, Daniel Bryan. They're putting him on Raw. I wonder if that's a, a Daniel Bryan move, or if he's going to just take time off. Because I know it's a, con- I know he has been very open with his contract status and saying he doesn't think he's going to sign another full-time contract. Um, I wonder where this is gonna go, cause I don't think Raw. Well, Raw may need him because they do have a babyface problem on Raw, but it's interesting. Cause I think SmackDown could just do him better, you know. But um, that's all I want to talk about there. To me, it was a it was a decent show. It Was all right. Um, there was a oh, there was a tease for Aleister Black coming back. He did a vignette. Um, it was interesting to say the least, and so look here i'm all for them using him i'm all for him being him being on tv um and i hate to see him just waste away two of his good years left on his contract just because they have nothing to do with them so hopefully they do something with him meaningful so hit the next team frankie monet into just interrupted Io shirai it looks like that match is happening i think that would be a great match um kyle Araya has a new look he's a cool kid i guess i didn't really get it he looked kind of orange cassidy ish i don't think it was really cool um but it looks like him and carrying cross are next sorry i'm saying that wrong Sare, sorry debuted and picked up the win she looked really good bronson reed versus austin theory next week if reed wins he's another shot johnny gargano in the north american championship um also, the way Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae will get a rematch at the Women's Tag Team Championships. I'm sorry, it's a guilty pleasure. I I know you, I hear you guys. Some of you guys just don't get the whole Indy Hartwell thing. You guys don't think you want in your. Re- I hear you. I really do. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. <laughs> it's my guilty pleasure. Sue me. Um, it's just fun. That's all. That's that's why I enjoy it. It's just so freaking fun, dude um but uh, yeah that's your nxt wrap-up things i really look forward to like this was all world building here and i'm looking forward to it i mean you know what Karen Cross is not losing that nxt championship anytime soon so who's ever next is next right no adam cole still so i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with him next um raw dominant that and dio man were unmasked and there's definitely something up with them at mvp um but the fact that they unmasked them, now we can get and or hopefully see what they can do. Maybe it's a, maybe they could be a tag team. And we know that they're piss-poor in tag teams in WWE on the main roster. So maybe that could be something. Charlotte lost to Asuka, then lost it on the referee. And she's been suspended, air quotes, and fined $100,000 for attacking the referee. She lost clean. And this is actually her second loss in a row to Asuka. So Oscar now has gotten some wins back after some very public losses to Charlotte Flair. Um, but clean win for Oscar, yeah, I get it. It's a roll up, but it's a clean win. You know, because they they don't like doing that. Speaking of clean wins, with another roll up, Matt Ro probably got the biggest win of his career. I know he just came off a U.S. title run, but he just beat Randy Orton with a crucifix pin, and reportedly. Orton's shoulder was really hurt during this match. Um, but R- Matt Riddle, that is just surprising that he got the win. Like, it just—it feels like they only see him one way. And I i, don't, I wouldn't think they would um, give him a win. But then again, Randy Orton is such a made man that it's just like he loses what does it matter. We, people will remember it if we want them to remember it. If that makes any sense. So um, yeah, that, that, that's whatever, but uh, it, was, it was still a nice win, you know, uh, Lana and Naomi defeated Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, I mean, yeah, like, I want to care about these tag team women's championships, I, on the main roster, I really do, um, uh, I just think, I just don't think they know what to do, you know, and just, and, and, and if it was like, Nia Jax and Shannon Baszler are, all, are off, are not on the same page until the belts are on the line. They're on the same page, which is cool. But it just feels like them losing to Lana and Naomi just does nothing because whatever, you know? I just, I don't know. And to me, the biggest shocker of the week was Elias defeat, Kofi Kingston with the elbow drop. And I was like, when is the last time Elias got a win? But once again, I guess Kofi is in that... Um, that, that 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 tier where um, it doesn't matter if he loses or not. You know, he's he's not done. Let's be honest. Kofi's not done winning championships in his career. Even if it's just tag team titles, he's not done winning titles. So, okay. whatever. But I just thought that was like, Elias. Really? Anyways, that is your show for this week. Um, that is your Monday show for this week. You can always hit me up on Instagram at NeverSilverSpoonFed. I do see your messages. And sometimes I don't respond when you guys are being overly dramatic because I'm not going to argue on online. I just don't. But I do tend to respond to like 95% of what people do or say, excuse me. Because um, it's just fun conversation. But um, that's your Monday show. Look forward to Monday. We have Jonathan Esther returning. And what I may do um at the beginning of this show because i'm definitely watching rebellion so what i may do is put a little clip at the beginning of this show just giving results for that um you guys will know if you guys listen to the show at the beginning so like follow subscribe this is i see things a little differently